folks, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach Podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host, I'm your Brains Coach, and it is my job here to bring to you the best science and experts have to offer to make your brain help you feel a look and do your absolute best. That's what this podcast is all about, folks. Your brain has already this power to deliver on your aspirations, goals, dreams. But unfortunately, very often by not realizing how to set up the environment, the conditions for our brain to do its best job, we often end up compromising its work, its job, and we end up struggling with our goals, with our aspirations, with a lot of things in our life. And I can definitely relate to that. Um, right now, I'm going through a very challenging stage in my business, transitioning and redefining everything that I do, my offers, clients I want to work with, um, business model, and again, in between countries, just a lot of things. And very often, I have to remind myself of these very tools that I'm teaching you on this podcast. I remind myself to actually use them because they work. And guess what, guys? When I use them, they actually work. Like, for example, today, as you guessed, we are talking about scientific methods to improve your motivation for anything you do to optimize your dopamine so you get the energy, the drive to get after this next step in whatever you are doing with your full genius, intensity, power, energy. And that's the only way to go after it if you want to make a meaningful progress. And very often, you know, using these tools, they will not only give you um, motivation, they just will give you this confidence and good mood and smile on your face. And that also, we know, contributes to our success and how people want to work with us or not, and then all the opportunities that we get or not. All that being said, folks, this podcast episode is as for you as it is for me, a reminder to use the tools that we know work. Everything that I'm going to present to you today is backed up by solid scientific science-based research, neuroscience, uh, mostly, it, most of it is neuroscience, and uh, sometimes it's other fields, but most of it is neuroscience research from different labs. Today, specifically, um, I'm going to talk about Emily Belchettis. She is a neuroscientist from New York. Um, she's in New York University, and she also is an expert on psychology and neuroscience of motivation and achieving our goals. And also, I'm going to bring to you some expert on experts on optimal performance. And you know, for optimal performance, we do need our motivation dialed down. We do need our dopamine to function properly. Um, I'm going to present to you some information that I got from uh, retired Navy SEAL commander um, Rich Devini, who I interviewed for my podcast, and he's the author of the book Attributes, 25 Hidden Drivers of Optimal Performers. And on the podcast, we talked about how Navy SEALs you know, achieve almost anything, how they manage their energy and motivation, um, and 
the drive to achieve. So folks, let's get back to practicality and down to um, specific protocols, very simple protocols, a very simple one protocol. Actually, it's kind of, it's a step-by-step uh, list of things that you do to instantly increase your motivation and keep your dopamine flowing. So your drive to achieve is always going when you need it. And you'll understand what I mean by that. Anyhow, step number one, first folks, to optimize your dopamine, to increase your motivation is have clear goals. Imagine this scenario when you out and about and you don't have any goal to go anywhere you're just kind of like wondering what kind of energy do you have what kind of speed of walking do you have probably like kind of slowish uh you know kind of like not here not there and you know you're not really progressing much and that's because your brain doesn't have a clear goal so it doesn't really give you any push any resources to to speed up, to go faster. Why would it? You know, you don't have any goal. You don't have any reward. Like, why would you want to spend more resources when you can spend less? And now imagine if you are out and about and you have a goal to go somewhere. You have a meeting. You have a destination. Maybe it's a walk and you need to get to a specific distance in a specific time. Now, at that point, you have all the speed, you have all the energy to almost run after that if you haven't already started training. And simply by giving yourself a clear goal and direction, you increase that energy, that motivation to pursue that goal in that case, you know, that uh, something in the distance that you get to by walking or running. But the same thing exactly same thing happens with the goals. If you sit down to work at your computer and you have no end destination or you kind of know what you got to do, but kind of not, you didn't write down what the end result of this goal looks like. Uh, you didn't uh, define how the end result will like look like and what done looks like, uh, what exact parameters of finished work are there you have you don't have that in mind and guess what your mind is also going to be like wishy-washy should i do that should i do that should i you know give energy to this or that i'm not really sure and that's how you're wasting a lot of momentum and when somebody have a clear has a clear goal they will get the same stuff done much faster just because they actually know where they're going your dopamine is flowing where you have clarity of goals. It's like with exercise program. Once you know what you're doing exactly, you're going to get through it much faster with much more intensity than if you don't even know where to start, what to do, where the finish line, right? So understand that your mind works the same way, whether that's for physical stuff like walking or exercise, or it is for less physical stuff like project on your computer you're working on. So clear goals that will make your brain produce more dopamine and that will give you the motivation and energy. Step number two, now you define a clear goal. Whatever the definition is, just have a clear goal, what done looks like. 
Number two, break it down. Uh, Rich Devini, uh, the Navy SEAL that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, he calls this skill compartmentalization. Compartmentalization. I always uh, have troubles pronouncing this word. So what it means is you have a big project, a big overwhelming goal, or you know when you work, you might not have a an end goal for for a while. But you have a specific task that you need to accomplish in the next, let's say, hour. So break down, you know, your big to-do list in small chunks or that big project. Maybe you need to lend a client and step number one, like gather information about this client. Step number two, figure out the best way to get in touch with this client and build rapport with that client, right? Step number three, figure out the best uh, channels to get in, get in touch and start communication. Uh, step number five, da-da-da, right? And each of this step is a project in itself. And and compartmentalization is all about that. You break down your bigger project into smaller that you can accomplish in the next hour or two goal, and that's where you focus. Um, Emily Belchettis, uh on our podcast, in another podcast, she mentioned this um, data, this um, like research, that when mice, for example, are about to achieve their goal, get their reward, their food, they're energy increases, their motivation to get that reward increased, they increase their effort. And the same happens to the athletes that Emily Balchetis, this neuroscientist who studies motivation in New York, she interviewed Olympic athletes, Olympic runners, and they have the same, uh, meaning they only focus on the next milestone. Like they, when they run marathon, they didn't focus on the winning the whole thing. It's like too com- complex, too overwhelming at this point. They focus only on the next step, on the next milestone, on overcoming the next person. And that helps them to feel more energized and to get after that goal with more intensity. And they also did some studies on horses. It has to do with systolic blood pressure and readiness to go. But the bottom line is, When you feel and see the finish line, when you break down your big project into smaller milestones as projects in themselves, and you focus only on that thing, your dopamine, you end with that, your motivation, your energy for pursuit increase. So first of all, clear goal, clarity of goal, or you can, you know, break it down and then create a clear goal for what done looks like. And then step number three, make sure that Along the way, you celebrate the small steps and you acknowledge the progress. Progress is driver of your dopamine. So if you want to feel more energized, if you want to feel more motivated, you got to acknowledge the progress. And for me, for now, for example, in my business, what it means is set daily goals that I can accomplish and I can celebrate and I can track progress. Otherwise, if I just do, 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 I did this mistake and I don't have anything to celebrate, I start losing my motivation, my energy, and I have this question, uh, it's all pointless, like, why, why do that, right? It's not summing up to anything, but that's because I'm looking at a 10-year goal and the result I'm getting today is very tiny. So what I had to do is every day set a goal, a small goal that I can accomplish and celebrate and acknowledge the progress. 
because that drives dopamine. Again, that is based on what we know about the brain and how dopamine works. Whenever we get some progress and we hit some milestone, we get a little bit jolt of dopamine and that helps us to keep going. And when we don't have anything to celebrate and we feel like we're wasting time, our dopamine levels drop and with that drops our energy and motivation. So celebration is very important and you need to celebrate it often and it can be really simple. Just acknowledge, "Ah, I did that, like high five, you know, great job. That's all it takes. Acknowledge the progress, acknowledge where you you you've been and where you went and where you are now compare that to you know the journey that you've made so acknowledge this progress as often as possible it has to be happening ongoing throughout your day if you want to have energy and motivation throughout your day right then uh, another question that i'm often asked um angela but what if i'm doing this of you know, work of reaching out to clients, let's say by email or a cold calls, it feels like nothing. Like I'm doing, you know, all these calls and it's mundane or I'm doing this social media interactions and they feel so meaningless. Like I have this goal, but all of this seems not so not related. Uh, I know like that it will supposed to work because somebody else told me, right? Or because uh, it's the best practice in the industry, but it just feels so meaningless. Like I have such a bigger, more meaningful vision. Guess what, guys? In every job, in every big vision project, we will all have these mundane tasks where you reach out, like me reaching out to a lot of people on LinkedIn right now. And a lot of it doesn't produce a lot of results and feels mundane. Um, and is not really directly connected to my bigger vision of changing the world, world in my own way. But guess what, folks? That's what it takes to make the next step. And every time I lose my motivation and I start questioning, you know, meaningfulness of that pursuit, I remind myself that this is my goal and this is where I am right now. And this is what expert marketing and sales uh, experts recommend to do, to do, you know, these reach outs, even though they don't feel like they're contributing to my bigger goal. So I connect that to my bigger vision and that gives this meaning. So anytime you feel, and again, that is based on good research, um, you know, like for example, 5Y exercise connecting what you do to some meaning, to some purpose in your life. Uh, they use it in Japanese factories, Sekichi Toyota, the founder of Toyota Industries. Um, he used it to improve productivity of his workers on you know, assembly line, right? It works. As long as you are a human being, it works for you. You have this amazing tool, your brain, that you can tell a story that this is what I'm doing. It's contributing to this bigger purpose. Now, I'm not saying bullshit yourself. I'm saying find that connection, how what you're doing right now is contributing to your bigger mission, purpose, your values. And that's where you get a real jolt of dopamine and motivation. We're driven by purpose and meaning. But guess what, folks? Sometimes our focus drifts and what we do, those small tasks, uh, they will start to feel meaningless, but you can always rebuild that connection and find meaning again. It's connected to your purpose, to your meaning, and you'll find that motivation for the most boring, mundane, mundane task ever. 
And then number five has more with physical aspects of dopamine optimization. Uh, things like listening to music uh, and moving, moving your body, like literally standing up, maybe you do a little dance if you work from home, or maybe you go to a restroom and you do a little dance there, right? Listening to your favorite beat. So music, um, sorry for the noise, folks. Uh, music, exercise has been shown to improve dopamine levels and boosting our energy. And by optimizing your dopamine, by boosting the release of that dopamine that act with that exercise and that music, guess what? Dopamine is molecule of pursuit, of drive, of energy, of motivation, of, of feeling like you want to go after something. Dopamine is the molecule of that. And if you stimulate it with a sustainable lifestyle and behavior choices that don't over... <clears throat> overstimulate your system like some, for example, um, drugs or um, some stimulants can do like caffeine or sugar, right? Can overstimulate your dopamine system or, I don't know, gambling, playing computer games or too much social media. All of that can overstimulate your dopamine system. But things like music, unless you're listening to 24 hours and really loud, or things like exercise, they are very natural dopamine boosters and they will increase your drive, your motivation. You know, I was reading, re-reading, uh, reviewing the book by Simon Lancaster. He is, he understands, he studied neuroscience of communication. Uh, and um, where I was going with that, uh, Simon Lancaster and... Uh, motivation. Yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. Music and movement, folks. Uh, yeah, that optimizes our dopamine. So that thing also happens. Uh, yeah, Simon Lancaster and dopamine. But anyhow, folks, so that's the step number five. You optimize your dopamine with music, with movement. Those natural dopamine boosters, they will bring more motivation, more drive more energy and that you can use for pursuit of your goal. So let's recap, folks. Number one, clear goals. Like like with your walk, when you have a destination, you walk faster. So what is your goal for that piece of work for this step of the project? Number two, break down into small steps, compartmentalize your big goal into smaller steps, into milestones, like Olympic runners do even. Um, like even mice works harder when the goal is closer. That's the idea. Break it down, make it clear, make the next accomplishment very, very close to you. And then celebrate because dopamine likes progress. Dopamine likes next milestone accomplished. Dopamine likes clear goals. Dopamine again likes this progress. So acknowledge it, celebrate each step of the way, not just the accomplishment of bigger goal. Otherwise, most of the time you're going to be miserable and not feeling like doing much and feeling, and feeling like you're struggling without no progress. Right? So celebrate small wins every day, several times per day actually. And then when you feel bored and that stuff is meaningless, connect with you, what you're doing right now to your purpose, to your vision. We human beings are very special in that sense that we can use our brain to envision and to add meaning to 
anything we do. Animals cannot do that. We can. And five, music and exercise, natural and any sorts of movement, dancing, walking, jumping, squats. You know, very often when I work somewhere in a co-working on an office, I will do a few squats and listen to my music in my own headphones, right? And that stimulates your dopamine that will help you to accomplish more with more energy, motivation, and drive. And that's it, folks. So these are science-based tools to increase your motivation, your drive, your energy for action, for whatever it is you're doing. Realize, folks, that it is in your power to increase your motivation for whatever you are doing. They say, you know, motivation doesn't matter. It's all about discipline. To which I always have to say, in order to build discipline, you got to feel motivated don't you? (laughs) Um, So folks, this is how you can increase your motivation. Use it. It's based on science, based on really solid research. Navy SEALs use it. Olympic runners use it. Neuroscientists who study motivation use it with mice even. So use it. Um, I'm teaching a class today actually for um, IT professionals, and I'm going to be talking about how to increase the dopamine, how to increase that motivation for the most mundane coding or project management task, right? So it works as long as you're a human being, as long as you're a mammal, it works for you. Folks, if you find this podcast useful, please do me a favor share this podcast so I could reach more people, so together we could practice better, so together we could use our brain better, and all with the purpose to have an amazing life experience and build something extraordinary for all of us to enjoy in this world. So share, folks, reach out, read this podcast, and increase your motivation, get shit done, folks, and I'll talk to you very soon.